0: Thank you.
1: Praise the Lord. Good morning, Trelan. Good morning, Miss Glenda. Uh, God did talk to me, and He did uh, tell me how to get you healed. You spoke with Jessica yesterday, and um, I'm going to help you, but you're one of those hard cases that God gives me, and it's going to require some teaching. So what I'm going to do, Sunday is not my day, by the way. I was um, filling in for Pastor Michael. So, Miss Glenda, um, I'm going to do this over the deadline, but God wants me to, in order for you to grab hold to your healing and deliverance, you and your daughter, and be able to keep it, <clears throat> he wants me to teach you about healing in the atonement. And that will enable you to be able to grab a hold to your healing. So yours <clears throat> is going to be, and and why he's doing it this way, you know, you have to ask him. I, I already did since I got to teach it. So I'm going to start tomorrow. And he's going to heal you. It's, it's not going to be like a deliverance and you're going to be there's a lot of areas he has to heal you in, in in your family, and there's a lot of um generational deliverance and tearing down tell you that the next voice that you guys hear will be Pastor Michael. I'm glad that he's back and I want to tell you something we all got to overcome this witchcraft stuff. we've got to overcome it it's it's a tactic. That the devil has used ever since man existed. So, I say good morning, Father God, and uh, the next voice you hear be Pastor Michael Basie.
2: Does. He's got it, brothers and sisters. Don't let your heart be troubled this morning. My God's got it. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning thankful. We are so grateful uh, that we serve a God who's got it, but a God who's giving, a God who gave his only begotten son, all who should look on him. Believe on him should not perish Lord this morning I'm praying for All of my brothers and sisters on the Ted line Encourage them Encourage them by your spirit Lord And by your word Lord Jesus we thank you this morning Because you paid that price And you stood in our stead Lord You were our redeemer Holy Spirit And while you comfort us and while you you bring us into all truth. You are empowering us and bringing us into victory. Good morning, Tedline. I want to just let you know that I'm grateful and I'm I'm happy that uh, to be back. I'm, I'm honored to be back and uh, welcome back. I appreciate you coming back to the Ted Line this morning, this Sunday morning. God is good this morning. He's good every morning. Uh, he's got it. He really does have it. All our needs are in him. So this morning, I want you to know, let your heart not be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. Uh, You know, I was gone because recently my father, my dad, passed away. And, um, you know, what I want to share with you about that is that while I was there with him, he in his right mind and sound mind was constantly encouraging me and reminding me with a smile on his face, he would say, it won't be long. We will all be in glory soon. It won't be long and we'll be in glory. And it was encouraging because when you're going through a situation where a relative is in the hospital, a relative is, you know, an aged relative is nearing the end of their life. You know it's a challenge to be strong in those moments. and our faith is challenged. but I saw my dad sitting there going through the what he was going through, and he was stirring himself up in God. he was stirring himself up. He could have asked for many, many more years to his 74 years but my God gave him 60 years of following Christ and it was encouraging to see him stirring himself up with a smile on his face looking forward to uh, a God who who's got it a God who's got it and there's a trying of faith you know when you when you go through a situation is there's these things called feelings and emotions. And, you know, the devil knows all about those feelings and emotions because he, he will use them. He certainly will use them. But beside feelings and emotions uh, in that hospital, we had spirit of God. And that spirit of God is far greater than emotions that we feel. He's so far more comforting and powerful. And I could see Jesus alive in my father's eyes. And I know that Jesus took on him the punishment. He took on him the the chastisement. It was on his shoulders. And he took those things for our sake. And my God knew that my my dad knew that my God's promises were true, and it's not the emotions, brothers and sisters. it's not those things we feel that keep us and that guide us. We don't lean to those things to guide us or to keep us when we're when we're faced by attacks from the enemy. It's by his spirit God's own holy Spirit champions us over our enemies he he empowers us and enables us and causes us to grow and face our enemies, not our feelings. So why, why do people tend to so quickly get turned aside by their emotions that we, you know, that, that we feel? Because be, we can't use these emotions or these feelings in our hands like a weapon to fight. We can't use these emotions to ward off the 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 attacks and to, to shield ourselves from the attacks. See, our victory power is Christ, our Lord. The word of God that is in us is what causes us to win. Feeling emotions can cause a person to, to be swept away when things get overwhelming. And this causes people to be restless. In that hot minute, you know, when we go from being on top of something, all of a sudden we're upside down because of a, a heated moment, a, an emotional moment, and it's it's it influences those carnal tendencies to rise up and causes us as humans to follow each other, ditches like the story of the pied piper who went along, you know, in the tale, and he did he did his things, and and people just. Followed along. Well, the devils really rose up in the world trying to uh, manipulate through emotions and feelings. And there's spirits of chaos and confusion and fear uh, that have caused uncertainty in the world. And it's going around in in waves over cities and over nations in the world. But the believer who's liberated, who's free, has a choice to believe not on what they feel, but the believer has freedom and wisdom of God to choose to follow the spirit of God, not the spirit of the world. And God's grace gives us more than enough power to choose what's right. By, by the gift of discerning of spirits, we can see and discern and make a judgment on what spirit is of God and what spirit is not of God and follow God. In order to be Christ-minded, I wanted to take a real honest look at what emotional feelings the devil is using to stir up with these specific spirits of uncertainty and chaos and confusion and fear. These spirits tempt people to give up. These spirits the devil uses to to get people to draw back out of uncertainty. Uh, He uses them to tempt people to kill out of fear not just to kill life but to kill faith. The word of God tells us that in the last days men's hearts are going to fail them over what they see coming. And the world will the world not the church you'll see is growing restless. The world is beginning to get restless. Cuz all of the uncertainty and all the the chaos that's that's trying to grab hold the world though is what we see in chaos because of that uncertainty not the church and that that demon is bringing its restlessness because they know their time is drawing close what we as the church will do in this moment as the time draws closer is not be restless but be ready And how we handle these chaotic waves of attacks will separate us from the world. We will respond not of the emotions we feel. We should respond out of God's spirit in us. And I want to single out those specific spirits, chaos, uncertainty, confusion, and fear. Because these spirits are an overtime pressing trying, tempting the world to react along with them, with their feelings. But to do so will not trigger the desired result of self-preservation that this world is searching for, but it'll trigger more affliction. It'll trigger death. It'll trigger uh, a drawing back of doubt. And Jesus said, if you want to save your life, what do you do? you got to surrender that life. Just like a Luke nine twenty four, Mark 8, 35, Matthew 16, 25 through 26, and Luke 17, 33 all say. And Jesus says it in these parallel verses. But I want to look at Matthew 16, 25 through 26, where he, Jesus, says, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And that's what Satan's offered. He offered it in the garden. He offered it to Jesus in the wilderness of temptation. The devil is offering me the world. The church will choose what Jesus goes, the word of God, over the, the tricks and the lies and the witchcraft of the devil. I looked up the, the words, uh, of the occurrences of the word feel in the King James to see what God had to say about it. In Genesis twenty-seven twelve says, My father, peradventure, will feel me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. Genesis 27 and 21, and Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. And we see this is where, you know, Isaac put on the the animal skins on his arms and went into his father's tent to get a blessing and, uh, and his father felt his arms but this is not the kind of feeling that that I was thinking about and I went on to Judges 1626 and it says and Samson said unto the lad that held him by the hand suffer so me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth that I may lean upon them." And there it's not the same feel that I was that I was looking at to see what, what the Bible what God had to say about feel. Job twenty twenty says, Surely he shall not feel quietness in his belly, he shall not save of that which he desired. Psalm fifty eight nine Before your pots can feel the thorns, you shall take them away as with a whirlwind, both living in in his wrath Ecclesiastes 8.5 whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing and a wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment and then we got to Acts 17.27 that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and and find him though he be not far from every one of us. Now, this is the kind of feeling that, that the Lord was wanting to show me, because I have two more verses about feelings. Ephesians four nineteen. who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, cleanness with greediness. And just in case um, you're wondering if I'm, uh, you know, bashing on emotions and the feelings, I'm not. See, it's, it's not a sin to have feelings. It's not a sin to have emotions. Jesus felt. Not only did Jesus feel, but he felt your infirmities. Hebrews 4.15 says, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. It says here that Jesus was literally touched by your pain, by your infirmities. So I'm not going to, you know, just rant around about feelings and emotions. I'm not going to try to be all over the place. I'm going to speak the word of God and come against the these spirits that are attempting to use these feelings and emotions to trigger See, the devil knows he he needs a body to carry out his will on earth, his destruction. And you look at all the thousands of years of planning and, and work that he's put in just to bring down the people of God to his level. He needs your body to destroy you. He needs your cooperation. He knows, like with Job, if he can get you triggered, through emotions and feelings, he can convince us to hand over power to him. He can convince us that with through pain and suffering, he intends to persuade and manipulate you and I to hand over our faith in God, just like Job. But like Job, we have the word of God. Like Jesus in the wilderness, we have the word of God. We have victory. So this morning I want to I wanna read to you Hebrews four, the chapter. I want to read it from the Amplified Version. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still remains and is freely offered today, let us fear, in any one of you may seem to come short of reaching it or think he has come too late. For indeed, we have had the good news of salvation preached to us just as the Israelites also when the good news of the promised land came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them because it was not united with faith in God by those who heard. For we who believe, that is we who personally trust and confidently rely on God, enter that rest. So we have his inner peace now because We are confident in our salvation and assured of his power, just as he has said, as I swore an oath in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. This he said, although his works were completed from the foundation of the world, waiting for all who would believe, for somewhere in scripture he has said this about the seventh day, And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this, they shall not enter my rest. Therefore, since the promise remains for some to enter his rest, and those who formerly had the good news preached to them failed to grasp it and did not enter because of their unbelief, evidenced by disobedience. He again sets a definite day. A new today, and in other scripture uh uh ver- versions other in uh well, like the ESV, uh other translation says right here at an appointed day he again sets a definite day in other versions it says an appointed day today providing another opportunity to enter that rest by saying through David after so long a time, just as he has been said before in the words already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. This mention of a rest was not a reference to their entering into Canaan. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not speak about another day of opportunity after that. So there remains a full and complete Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has once entered his rest has also entered his rest from the weariness and pains of his human labors. Just as God rested from those labors uniquely his own, let us therefore make every effort to enter that of God, to know and experience it for ourselves, so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience as those who died in the wilderness. For the word of God is living and active, And full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature exposing and judging the very thoughts and intents of the heart. And not a creature exists that is canceled from his sight, concealed from his sight. But all things are open and exposed and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have to give account. Inasmuch then as we believers Have a great high priest who has already ascended, passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession of faith and cling tenaciously to our absolute trust in him as our Savior. For we do not have a high high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations. But one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human, in every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin. Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace, that is the throne of God's gracious favor, with confidence out fear, so that we may Receive mercy for our failures And find his amazing grace To help in time of need An appropriate blessing Coming just at the right moment Now in the Amplified it has footnotes And I want to bring your attention to Hebrews 4.3 The Amplified says God rested because everything that needed to be done was done. Everything was complete, fully accomplished. In human terms, this expression is used when a lawyer completes his presentation in a court of law. He rests his case. Everything is in evidence. There is nothing left to present. There's nothing else left to be said. There's nothing else left to be done. The second point it makes here is Hebrews 4.12. In addition to sword, the word in Greek was used for the knife used by the priest to slit the throats of the sacrificial lambs for the knife scalpel used by a surgeon. Hebrews 4.12 also says of the soul and spirit used here, To emphasize the whole person Not two separate entities As in other passages But the whole person The whole you God is so good this morning He has done a whole complete work He's done it all He's got it all Whatever you need He's got it all So as the church, let us with confidence then enter that rest, turn loose of the spirits trying to bring us down to the world's level, down to where Satan is. You and I don't have to be trapped in this world's restless condition. In fact, we can and we will overcome the spirits of chaos, confusion, uncertainty, and fear that's causing restlessness. We will overcome what's causing the restlessness. We are overcomers. In fact, and by doing, we will loose the anointing of God in this world. Overcomer spirit that we are anointed with, we can loose that in ourselves, in our homes, in our communities, in our states. By God's own Holy Spirit who brings Peace We can bring Jesus to this world His power Will manifest rest everywhere we walk We can do it We can do it because He is making us Able to do it We can do it even in a state of Quarantine We can do it even in our homes Even if we Don't have any place to go you better believe that just like Daniel, you see, when when it became a, a restricted law, it became law of the land, to, you, you had to do a certain thing or there was, was a punishment. You see, he even in his home, even in his home, the enemy came by to find out what he was up to. Just like Daniel, praying from his home, just on his knees praying. It burned the enemy up to see him staying steadfast in his prayer and his faith and his commitment to God. Literally, it burned them up. It burned up his enemy because the enemy had laid a trap for Daniel, but God turned it around and the enemy is the one that fell into that trap. It's like the three Hebrew children. The enemy's devices are being turned. On them So therefore don't think that you can Save your life By trying to Preserve it somehow Because emotions will trap you It will misguide you, it will lie to you God didn't give us the spirit of fear Second Timothy 1 7 for God hath not given Us the spirit of fear But of power And of love And of a sound mind John 14:27 says peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you not as the world giveth give I unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid brothers and sisters do not let your heart be troubled don't let your heart be troubled Romans 8:15 for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. 1 John four eighteen, There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. That spirit of confusion... That's not of God. First Corinthians fourteen thirty three, for God did not is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. James three sixteen, for where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Ezra nine. And seven, since the days of our fathers, have we been in great trespass unto this day. For our iniquities have we, our kings and our priests, been delivered into the hand of the kings of the land, to the sword, to captivity, and to a spoil, and to confusion of face, as it is this day. Psalm 71, 1. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Psalm 72, 70 verse 2. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Psalm 109, 29. Let mine adversaries be clothed with shame and let them cover themselves with their own confusion as with a mantle. And that spirit of chaos is similar to confusion. But see, I've noticed it leans more to a self-destructive or anti-self spirit. Chaos speaks more to the rebellious rejection of, of God's divine creative order. Chaos is like an, an ungodly spirit. It's like an anti-god. It's, it's like anti-Christ. It's anti-creative. 2 Corinthians 6.14, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? 1 John 3.4, Whosoever commits sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Matthew 24, 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Second Thessalonians 2, 7. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. Spirit of uncertainty. Joshua 1, 9 says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. 1 Corinthians 10, 10 through 13, Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Isaiah 41:10 through 13. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Matthew six twenty five. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body. What you, what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment? First Peter 5, 6-10 through 10 says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour whom resist steadfast in the faith knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world but the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after that ye have suffered a while make you perfect establish strengthen and settle you Romans 14:5. one person regards one day above another. Another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. 37 to 39, but in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, created thing, will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Spirits of confusion and chaos and fear. Spirits of uncertainty, I bind you and I rebuke you. Fear has no hold on us perfect love of the father in jesus christ has removed all strongholds of fear from the believer's life we remove all strongholds of fear from ourselves from our homes from our states be gone go we surrender the rightful place of lordship to god who so loved us that he gave us his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him will not perish fear you have to go 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 fear Jesus deliver us from fear Deliver us this morning All weapons and emotions like feelings That are sent against us To trap us To catch our souls through fear All souls are mine says God Ezekiel eighteen four. I apply the blood of the lamb to the soul The whole person right now Fear loose your Loose your hold right now Loose Go. Go right now. Go, fear. Go. Spirits of confusion, chaos, and fear and uncertainty, I bind you. I bind you and rebuke you. Confusion and chaos, I bind you and rebuke you. Come out right now. Come out. Go. Go. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits on the right hand of God, on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. Jesus is Lord. Jesus has dominion. Chaos and confusion, I rebuke you. I rebuke you at your foundation. I rebuke you. Come out. Come out. Come out. Destroyed and torn up by the roots. Come out and go. Out. Go, chaos and confusion. Go. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is he that lives and was dead. And behold, he is the I am who is alive forevermore. Amen. And he has the keys of hell and of death. So chaos and confusion, I rebuke you. You're a lie sent from the enemy. You're a lie. And it cannot be sustained in the presence of the mighty God. It cannot be sustained against the word of God. Go, confusion. Go. Go, chaos. Go. I bind and rebuke you. Spirits of confusion and chaos and fear and uncertainty, I bind you and rebuke you. Fear you will not remove us from the love of God. Because greater is he that is in us than you who is in the world. You cannot take our soul. You cannot trap the souls of men. You will not trap the souls of men. You will not manipulate emotions and feelings of the believers. You will not redirect our thoughts, turning them away from the word of God, turning them away from the promises. You turn loose of the hearts of men. You turn loose of the feelings and the emotions of men and women, the believers of God. We surrender our hearts. We surrender our emotions and our feelings to God. So turn loose of our hearts. Go. Fear, go. Our feelings and emotions are surrendered to God. Jesus is Lord. We trust in Christ Jesus alone. We do not trust in our feelings. We don't trust our emotions. We're not led by our feelings and emotions. We trust in the word of God. We trust in Christ Jesus We're not going to lean into our own understanding. We're going to be guided and kept by his own Holy Spirit, by his words. We don't lean on our feelings and our emotions. We lean on God through Christ Jesus. So fear, I bind you. Go. Go. Go, fear. Spirits of confusion, chaos, fear, and uncertainty, I bind you and rebuke you. Spirit of uncertainty, I bind you. I rebuke you. Go, go on, go. You will not trouble our hearts. I bind you, uncertainty. You cannot trouble our hearts. You will not trouble our hearts. Jesus is Lord. Jesus reigns in our hearts. Uncertainty, you will not trouble our hearts. Not by our feelings, not by our emotions. Not anyway, uncertainty, we put our trust in the Lord. Our spirit belongs to God because God is the Father. Our hearts are His. Our spirits belong to God because our spirits are in agreement and unity with God, His own Holy Spirit. Therefore, our emotions, our feelings don't belong to you. Uncertainty. Or any lie from the Antichrist spirit. The word of God is supreme. In our spirit. In our heart. The truth. The truth shines in our hearts. Day and night. God's order rules our hearts. Hearts are full of God. God's faith manifests in our hearts. God's word God's word manifests in our hearts and gives us confidence. That's where our confidence is, is in the word of God. God's own Holy Spirit directs and gives us our every victory, gives us wisdom, gives us direction, guides our path. Because He cares for us, we don't have to be burdened by the cares of this world. I bind you, uncertainty. You will not sabotage us. You will not trick us. You will not cause us to be triggered by our emotions and our feelings. We believe in God's word. God's word is over our life. We will not allow you to, to get us to come down to your level. Not with our emotions, not with our feelings, not today, not tomorrow. We surrender our feelings, our whole self, our emotions, all of us to God's own Holy Spirit. We believe in the truth of God's word, and we bind and rebuke you, uncertainty. Go. You're a lie, uncertainty. Go. Go. Go, uncertainty. Our hope is in Christ. Our boast is in the Lord, our God. Our trust is placed in God who loves us. Spirit of uncertainty, go. 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 fear. Go chaos, confusion, go. Get out. Doubt and unbelief, go. Go. Go now. Out, out. All unclean spirits, get out. Go. I bind all transfer of spirits from transferring. Get out. Go. 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 Go now. Get out. You, Jesus. God, we thank you for your lovingness and, and this, the cleansing of deliverance through Jesus. Lord, we thank you for sending your word to deliver us. We thank you for that perfect work, Lord. When you said it is finished, we thank you for that finished work. Thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you are Lord. You are Lord, supreme. You are Lord and no one else. You are, God, our healer, our Savior. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, God. Fill us up. Fill, God. Fill all the areas where, the, where your spirit has delivered us and has been emptied out, poured out. Fill with your spirit. Fill. Fill, God. Fill, God. Your word says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Fill us with your spirit, God. Fill us with your spirit, God. Fill us. Fill us. Fill. Fill. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. I bind any transfer of spirit. I bind every fl- latch back every, every latch back from the enemy on anyone on this line, any Ted line in the first or second, the third shift. In Jesus' name, sealed in the blood of Jesus, sealed in the blood of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, God. We trust in your word, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you with our hearts, with all of us. We thank you, Lord. Let our hearts not be troubled. Let our hearts not be troubled today. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Tedline, again, thank you for being with me uh, this morning, this Sunday morning. Uh, The Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. We'll see you in the morning.